0: Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm so excited for today's recap. We are recapping Netflix original movie, Don't Look. Up. Rated R, it's a comedy and it's two hours and 18 minutes. And here's a quick summary. Kate Dibioski, played by Jennifer Lawrence, an astronomy grad student, and her professor, Dr. Randall Mindy, Leonardo DiCaprio, make an astonishing discovery of a comet orbiting within the solar system. The problem, it's on a direct collision course with Earth. The other problem, no one really seems to care. Turns out, warning mankind about a planet killer the size of Mount Everest is an inconvenient fact to navigate. With the help of Dr. Orgerthorpe, Rob Morgan... Kate and Randall embark on a media tour that takes them from the office of an indifferent President Orly, Meryl Streep, and her sycophantic son and chief of staff, Jason, Jonah Hill, to the airwaves of the Daily Rep, an upbeat morning show hosted by Bree Kate Blanchett, and Jack, Tyler Perry with only six months until the comet makes impact managing the 24 hour news cycle and gaining the attention of the social media obsessed public before it's too late proves shockingly comical. What will it take to get the world to just look up? It is directed by Adam McKay also produced by Adam McKay and Kevin J. Missick, written by Adam McKay and David Sorata It was released in theaters December tenth of twenty twenty one and streaming on Christmas Eve. I've highlighted a lot of the stars in the synopsis. This part of the reason why I picked that one. So it is star studded. <laughs> Ratings, Rotten Tomatoes. The credits gave this. Film, 55%. Audience score, 77%. And our fave Google users gave this film 82%. Ashley, what's your grade?
1: I struggled heavy with grading this. I almost was going to say I can't grade it (laughs) because of the realities that I felt like we were faced with and it, um, hit a little too close to home for me, but if I have to give it a grade, I give it a B. What about you?
0: I agree with you, Ashley. I felt like watching it, especially the second time stressed me out. (laughs) It was a stressful watch because I could see so much of real life in this satirical comedy.
1: It doesn't even feel satirical in 2021, it 2022. Does not. No. No. Not at all. I forced my... I shouldn't say forced. I am the one who wanted to watch this on Christmas and my family, oh, no. everybody oh, no. was like, this was such a downer. Why did you do this stuff? Yes.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. The movie was well acted and it was funny. I genuinely laughed out loud at some of the parts and with that, I also give this movie a B. So, We're starting off the year on the same page, Ashley. Look at that. How exciting. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and say spoiler alert. (laughs) So, Ashley, we start the film out with Kate, who's a PhD candidate, studying supernovas. And she comes across this comet. As I mentioned in the synopsis, it is on its way to Earth it's a planet killer it's interesting because you knew it was bad i have to admit when i watched this movie i didn't know what the movie was about um originally i knew it was about some major crisis going on with the planet but i wasn't exactly i didn't even know it was supposed to be a comedy originally i thought it was like a major drama because this is jennifer lawrence first project After taking her famous break because she was oversaturated previously, do you think this was a great role for her for her comeback?
1: Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I didn't even think of it like that. I guess probably because it doesn't feel like she's been gone for me. Maybe because I pay too much attention to you know her pregnancy and everything else is going on. Like she doesn't feel gone, and she's still as impeccable as she has ever been. I guess in her acting. So, um, sure. I mean, I think that this role was interesting, and who's gonna pass up a chance to work with both Leonardo DiCaprio and Meryl and Meryl
0: Streep? So exactly,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. So watching it again, not knowing what the movie was really about, I knew something was going to go down when she called Leo, him being the professor and doing the calculations and not really wanting to admit what the distance (laughs) was between this comet and Earth.
1: I was confused at first about what they were excited about
0: initially. I was like,
1: is it just the discovery of a comet in and of itself is exciting?
0: I believe and, so. Because I think she okay. realized how large it was. It was a large oh, comet with obviously. a clear, <laughs> with obviously. A path you know but I just
1: at first I was like why are we celebrating at first what is the big whoop? because I don't get into like astronomy or those sorts of things so I was like I guess it's a big deal just to discover it's be like the discovery of like a new planet or moon or whatever like it's just a big deal mm-hmm. to be the one to discover that's why it's named after you so it took my second yeah. watch to be like what were we initially excited about until we
0: realized that this is doomsday?
1: (laughs) Like, it took me a minute to catch it. I don't
0: think they were excited about the doomsday. I don't think they knew that. No,
1: they didn't. That's what I was saying. They were initially cheersing, popped out the bubbly. That's what I was confused about at first was what was exciting initially before we realized, oh, this is doomsday scenario. Yeah. So it took my second watch to catch it.
0: Yeah, for me, what came to mind was whenever there's a storm right and they want to name it like (laughs) like a hurricane yeah or something like that that's how i imagine so they call all the right people ashley um they meet dr orgathorpe and he's a part of a department that actually exists about like space defense and nasa
1: In NASA. In NASA, yeah. I, I honestly wish Steve Carell had been cast in this just from his whole Space Force. Like <laughs> that's um, the one actor that I wish had been cast that was not in this anyway.
0: Again, spoke to the right people and they managed to get on a plane to meet the president herself. How excited were you that in this world we had a female president?
1: I was excited until you meet her.
0: Yeah. So I'm glad that you said that, Ashley, because. <laughs> When we finally meet her, I was like, oh, she's a Trump type. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. great. Not qualified for the job, but very big on optics and re-election, right? <laughs> and in an
1: incestuous relationship with her son. That was very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Woo! I'm not gonna touch that. So Ashley, <laughs> they're blown off initially because there was a sex scandal with their nominee for supreme court justice i was like oh my goodness the way that they tapped into the politics of honestly it politics is, has always been scandalous let's keep it 1000 one of my favorite quotes is the fact that you know the difference between hollywood and washington is that hollywood has better looking people but the same scandals and everything still I goes on.
1: I figured it was going to be at least the people in Hollywood don't take themselves seriously. Like, like at least they know that it's all <laughs> bullshit. Like I thought that's <laughs>
0: what you were going to say. No, no. the 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 real quote says that people in Washington are ugly. But I was trying to, you know, give a spin <laughs> spin to the original saying there. Well, that's interesting. The president blew them off because their scotus nominee was once in a porn. <laughs> from the 90s called satin sheet nights. Now these these are the moments where I am laughing very hard at this movie because I was like who comes up with this I, I, it's like the 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 more exaggerated the better, right?
1: But it's to me it was so real. I was like yes. I could totally see this. I mean, it, that's the thing that got me about it is as much as satirical and comedy is supposed to be, I was like all of this could happen any day any day like that's the thing it's no longer far-fetched because we live in this ridiculousness
0: every day now or we have been for a while movie would have felt different if it had come out before 2016 yes
1: yes yes but it also goes to show how quickly things can shift and how Mm. quickly and out of control circumstances really are for us in terms of society like back in before 2016 we would have never fathomed this would have all been just so absurd (laughs)
0: but we live we have lived through the absurdity so much and continue to live through the the absurd
1: absurdity
0: along like nothing happened that's what i'm saying
1: that's why it was so hard for me to grade this because i'm like i can laugh but (laughs) this shit can happen tomorrow
0: so while they wait i want to note that What was dominating all of social media was a breakup of the pop star. I only bring that up because social media at this time was trending their breakup along with the scandal of the Supreme Court justice nominee. They, this isn't important, but I just want to bring up. They come across this general who charged them for chips and water, saying that it was $10 a pop, it's So and when they find out that any snacks in the White House, they're free. Mm-hmm. I could not... I was with Kate the entire movie, like, how... How is he able to get away with this? Why... <laughs> Why did he do this? What was the intention behind this? Are you able to fathom? I think he's just a petty... He's just a petty man. It was
1: also probably about power. Like she said, it was a little power trip that I guess he could have over people. Uh, but to me, it was just insanely petty. And even when uh, Dr. Oglethorpe was like, you got changed, change. And he said, no, like he yes. took him for even more than ten dollars. <laughs> like, oh he's gosh. like a four star general. And he's over here. But it, it also is supposed to show the quality of people, the people that this charge. president had in office. Because even the head of NASA was. Uh, anesthesiologist right so it's
0: just ridiculous people who were not qualified qualified for the freaking job wow well said so they finally got in front of the president and she essentially told them that we're just going to sit tight and assess mind you according to their calculations there's only six months before impact do you think it was fair for the president to shelf this discovery?
1: Uh, absolutely not.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, it was unconscionable.
0: I only, I only ask that because I can only imagine how many doomsday situations they receive on a regular basis, right? But, but it was
1: unconscionable that you have these Academics coming from, and they tried to play Michigan State, by the way. I don't know if people who go in or from Michigan State feel some type of way. They were trying to play y'all. So that's my
0: follow up question. So keep going. Yeah. And
1: try to say, oh, we have to verify with people from the Ivy Leagues and this. But you also have someone from NASA who's backing them up and is saying, hey, this is a highly reputable astronomy program. So I get it that you immediately don't want to necessarily induce panic and things like that. But she wasn't even taking it seriously because she was caring about the politics side of it. She was caring about, you know, they're about to have the midterm elections and all this stuff coming up. So her priorities were showing in the way that she was handling it. And she cared more about her career than she did about the fate of the world, which made absolutely no sense because if everyone is going to die, who cares Girl. if you win the midterm elections? I mean, it was so yeah. again absurd. And so I was ups- I was stressed because yeah. I was feeling all of the anxiety of both Kate and Dr. Mindy. Right, like it looked like Dr. Mindy's about to have a freaking brain aneurysm in this yeah. conversation.
0: Yeah. Every time Leo did the breathing thing and held onto his rib, I, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, what is he doing? And does that the hurt? sheer
1: anxiety. The sheer yeah. anxiety.
0: Yeah, that was my follow-up question, Ashley. It's like, what is it about our society meaning to verify with Harvard this, yell that, this, that, or the other? You know what I mean? I just feel like people ha- have levels of expertise at other places in the country you know what i mean
1: absolutely and
0: so yeah and and i find it interesting and ironic that people like that needs their you know verification from the ivy leaguers when they themselves are nowhere near as intelligent to come up with any of these
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was just something for them for him to say i feel like i mean he was a pompous little arrogant i mean for him to be her chief of staff completely unqualified besides the fact that he was her son and calling her
0: a smoke show i mean it was just disgusting the fact that he was a grown man calling himself the boy with the dragon tattoo these grown people reduce them to children because their parent is wealthy it's like these are grown-ass people with you know their own agency agency but then we we reduce them as boy and girl because they're the child of someone with power and money like i just find that gross and i hate that we do that And he also had a
1: very antagonistic relationship with Kate like throughout the film, which was an interesting dynamic because between him uh, grossly wanting to have sex with his own mother and then antagonizing the only main female character, you know, it said a lot, obviously, about the type of man he was supposed to be. But I also truly (laughs) despise Meryl Streep. And so yet again, she's amazing. I'm like, she really morphs into every single role because I hated her guts.
0: She plays a really good villain. I I can say that. <laughs> well, they were not able to convince the White House to make immediate action. And the plan was to leak this story to the press. Sometimes I wonder how often leak things are done purposely. You know what I mean? And just in retrospect, clean like oh no I can't believe it went out but that was always the intention kind of like you know Kim K sex tape or something I don't know
1: <laughs> I mean there's always uh strategies I feel like in real life that go behind a lot of those types of things um I mean we even saw it in other shows like scandal and things like yeah. that where yes there was definitely intent behind you know but in this case I wondered If this was the wisest decision, because I also worried about mass hysteria, I really did think, try to think it through of like, if this were real, and if this news just came out like that, would it cause us to devolve into chaos, and part of me does think that there is a certain reason why certain information is kept from the public, or at least given in piecemeal form. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that should be the case across the board. And I'm not saying who those people are that should always be making those decisions. Because obviously, in this case, Meryl Streep's character should not have been making
0: those decisions. No. No, But I
1: did, I did worry about the implications once it went out to the general public. But as we can see, unfortunately, the general public was so much more preoccupied with ridiculous news and information and um you know celebrity culture which i know that we perpetuate to a certain extent to an Um, extent yeah so again that's why i say as i watch this movie it's like how culpable are we in some of this stuff at times you know Mm -hmm. but but again the mass hysteria thing was a little scary to think about if you do you know usurp authority and try to then go to the media
0: to dispense
1: this information that that was concerning
0: their leak got them on the very popular The Daily Rip starring Tyler Perry and Kate Budget.
1: <laughs> I did not what? recognize her at first. I did not recognize her.
0: I think it's so funny because obviously the exaggeration is there, right? But I'm telling you, Kate, her cheeks and teeth situation, it was a lot. It was a lot. She reminded me of Johnny Depp and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, that's a great point. Yeah, it was creepy. (laughs) It's creepy. So Kate and Dr. Mindy make their way on very popular cable news television show Dr. Maddeny got a chance to get that Xanax and then Kate did not. How <laughs> I say that? Because it did not go very well. They were so busy trying to keep bad news light, quote unquote, that Kate's like, do you understand that we are absolutely 100% going to die if nothing is done? And one of the things that I hated about this whole scenario is how quickly public opinion swiftly went against kate and somehow exalted dr mindy as the voice of this particular uh, situation um were you surprised no that a straight white man ended up polling better than his colleagues that
1: part (laughs) I said this while me and my family were watching, I said, y'all know this is a commentary on the way that we treat people based on their optics, right? The fact that Dr. Mindy became a sensation and a celebrity and and a sex symbol, essentially, which again, it is Leonardo freaking DiCaprio, but he's a white man.
0: I-L-F. Astronomer I liked. (laughs) exactly
1: and then you see kate being treated as a white woman like she's being hysterical like and then you see dr oglethorpe is not even given the treatment of his two he's the nasa he's the nasa guy he wasn't even asked to come and then there's not a single black woman
0: girl involved in this in this entire movie though only
1: black chick you saw was a member of Riley's entourage. That is the only black woman that I know no, in this there was entire one thing. black
0: woman in the newsroom at the New York H- Herald. She had dreads okay that's the only i think i remember that black
1: lady but again there was one that was with riley as well as a part of her entourage so maybe two black women but i'm not even talking about the movie i mean in terms of the science in terms of the actual action of the movie there was not a black woman involved in this so it, it definitely showed in my opinion i don't know how intentional it was but it seems like it would be in a movie like this the difference in the way that you're treated based on the optics in the public.
0: So the FBI catches up with Kate, Dr. Mindy, and Dr. Oglethorpe. I kept wanting uh, to call
1: him Dr. Ogilvy.
0: Well, that's what she called him, Ogilvy, and I'm like, I get it, I get it. But <laughs> Professor Ogilvy
1: from the Parkers—that's all. So yes. what it made yes. you think of?
0: And they made their way to the president's Oval Office again, just for her to say that we have verified the data and they want to do something about it. But lo and behold, they only want to do something about it because she and that same freaking SCOTUS nominee were in a sex scandal themselves. I'm just like, goodness gracious, And Kate being very observant is like, yeah, you only want to help because your (laughs) your polls are down. And this is the only way to get them back up. President Arlene, she had to make a big display of this major decision on a freaking submarine and needing a hero. I was just like, the thing about this movie that I thought was fascinating was just how blurred the lines are when it comes to our technology, social media pop culture politics science money capitalism gender di- dynamics it really it We're really it all in there. ticks off a lot of a lot of these things and i mean especially for the politics and the fact that some of our politicians frankly are only care they only care about optics and re-election you know absolutely and some of gonna... them
1: i would say the majority <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the I'm glad service, you said right? blurred
1: lines though, because it reminded me that uh, I meant to say Dr. Mindy's rise to fame and all of that reminded me of Robin thick That's <laughs> I, I put that in my nose. I said, "Shit comes at you fast; you don't be ready." Real and then quick. you turns your life upside down.
0: You know, I. A more positive example of that is definitely Dr. Fauci, you know. Uh, oh, for sure you could say Dr. That. Fauci, but
1: I think Dr. <laughs> Fauci has maintained his mind and composure. He didn't get up. Yeah, he didn't start like effing. <laughs> he didn't start effing the, uh, the the news correspondent. You know, as far as we know.
0: Yeah, and as to your point, Ashley, were you surprised that he did that? Like, did you expo- expect more from Dr. Mindy?
1: I didn't have any expectation
0: for him, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought it was sad.
1: It was sad to witness. But again, that's exactly what it made me think of, is it comes at you fast. You know, sometimes you don't be ready for fame. And when it hits you.
0: Well, it's like that famous Chris Rock joke, right? It's like you know, men cheat based off of what's available to them. I'm paraphrasing terribly, but it's like, if you ain't got a lot of prospects, you're fine. But if you all of a sudden get everything on a platter, do you really have? (laughs) And Kate Blanchett's character was aggressive. Very aggressive. But I just couldn't, she was just so not attractive to me. I'm like, sis, and what- I was going to say, what do you think she found attractive to him, though? Like in him, the fact that he was just smart. That's something, though. That is something. He's, will, still, knock that.
1: he's still Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, even, <laughs> even glasses and you know, what I mean? like <laughs> women find Leonardo DiCaprio still very attractive. So he's not an ugly man. I guess I'll say that. And I'm also, gonna go ahead. He was very endearing, I think, was another thing she probably saw in him. You know, he was green. He was just a regular person who was being thrust into this situation. So why not?
0: Ashley, I don't know if you were like me, but did you find it difficult to see Leonardo um, play a father of grown-ass children? Like, he technically could father children that old. Yeah, no, it wasn't hard
1: for me. The same as with Meryl. He got lost in his role for me. Like, I know that I'm watching Leonardo DiCaprio, so I'm cognizant of that. But he is that role. Like, he's he melts into his characters just like she does. So, no, it wasn't hard at all. I fully believe that he was this scientist with this family and making these very big mistakes because... For one, let's not forget, he thinks the freaking world's possibly about to end. So that's another reason to, I guess, make some bad decisions. So do you just get it in where you fit in? I guess so. I mean, if you, if, if, there, if there's any time to make a good excuse, I guess it's now. You know, hey, I went a little crazy. We're about to come to an end, baby. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go sow my, Ro- my royal oats coming to America style. So but You
0: know what I wish I, with him being this regular doctor from Michigan with grown ass children and a very quote-unquote regular wife i wish he had gotten some love scenes in with her like he didn't kiss her enough for me um mm. played by I, I i love this actress from ever after <laughs> um, um her name is she sure um,
1: was in ever after i always think of her from sweet home alabama oh so.
0: <gasps> that's her too with mm-hmm. the baby in the bar yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> But I'm like, of course you're going to kiss on Kate Blanchett. I need for you to kiss on your wife who's, you know, holding it down at home. Goodness gracious. So it's launch day, Ashley, because we actually have a plan to stop this <laughs> Mount Everest-like comet from hitting the earth in one solid um, piece. The plan is to launch several rockets into space and blow it up, so it can, you know, come broken in pieces to Earth, and we give a chance of survival. <sighs> One of the main characters I have not mentioned up into this point is the CEO of Bash Enterprises, which is like the equivalent of Apple, and it's um, the character name is. Peter Isherwell First of all would you be surprised if a mega wealthy person had that much access to the president
1: Absolutely not there are wealthy very wealthy people who have that level of access there are even different groups that are made up of a lot of wealthy people that have that type of access guys watch documentaries that are out here wow. and available to you um that influence having influence all of the decisions that happen so absolutely um again this is not remotely far-fetched that's why it's so disturbing <laughs> to me <laughs> okay <laughs> not remotely peter his teeth were crazy too by the way
0: girl <laughs> So I had, so so two things. One, he is a Platinum Eagle member who has full access to the president, even in the situation room where stuff is about to go down. So much so that he pulls her out of the room to have some type of conversation. And in this conversation, he convinced her to turn around these freaking rockets because there is an opportunity to mine the quote-unquote materials from this freaking comet that is worth up to 140 trillion dollars worth of assets altogether
1: the corruption Uh, of politics and greed will fuck us all that is absolutely the moral of that story
0: i said capitalism at its finest right like there's always something and the fact that the messaging behind this <laughs> is the equivalent of, you know, peeing on people and telling them that it's rain. Kate, in the process, has has just given up on going through status quo and is very open about what the hell is actually going on behind closed doors. Um, and she calls mass hysteria at a bubble. Bubba Shrimps, the equivalent of it uh, in this (laughs) month, in this movie. She's banished, and her own parents didn't let her in the house because they were quote unquote for the jobs. That was was, crazy. Girl, cold world. Cold world. So the other point that I forgot to ask, Ashley, is I could not put my finger on Peter's character. Like obviously he's the powerful tech quote-unquote genius wealthy man but like Steve Jobs had charisma he wasn't as dry or you know lack presentation skills like this character who do you think he was influenced by
1: I think it was an amalgamation of all of them to a certain extent probably I think there's probably some Steve Jobs in there there's some um, Tim Cook in there there's some uh Elon Musk in there like I think it was just supposed to be more of a um, commentary than a direct replication of yeah, any but one person
0: I just had a hard time because I'm like well not all the tech guys are you know like such <laughs> charisma like he was suffering in some of those presentations but he was also very clear though well, what think, he was doing Yeah,
1: again there's a creep factor to a lot of the yes. characters in this movie and i think it's just supposed to kind of hit it home even more that because again to your point charisma is dangerous because people are drawn and gravitate towards mm-hmm. charisma so i think it's intentional to make all the characters slightly creepy so that you're always turned off by them mm. and not thinking like oh yeah I believe that person or let's go down this road you know what I mean I think it's always supposed mm. to be that that shock to you to be like yeah this is fucked up like we really do perpetuate this stuff like the fact that he was so rude to like kids like when that little girl was like girl. I love you Peter and yeah. he just ignored her ignored like her. again I think it's supposed to be intentional because if he was charismatic we might like him we might like him as a character and that's not the goal right we're not Very supposed true. to like any of these people because they're all doing some fucked up things.
0: So with K being banished, Dr. Mindy is the guy, okay? And he's doing all of these government-sanctioned infomercials with the phone number 1-800-532-4500, which we have found out is actually a sex phone operator, number in real life. Oh wow. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes on you. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Minnie gets caught. I did enjoy how his wife read him for filth. She was like, oh, so you're cheating on you're cheating on me with this lady congratulations this is what you inherit sis like
1: (laughs) she was still far too kind to me I was I I literally put in my notes I strive for that level of peace in the event of such betrayal because I might have tore that room up
0: (laughs) but that I'm glad that they highlighted her seeing him because I'm like Why isn't he at home with his family? I understand him trying to get the word out, but wouldn't you want to spend some of this time with your family knowing you only had six months, five months left? You saw
1: even the look on Kate's face when he started kissing on Kate Blanchett's character, the situation room. Like it was so shocking that he chose this path and that he would be messing around because he was such a family oriented oriented. person previously so again if if there's any time for it to be a good excuse for you to have lost your mind and be doing these type of shenanigans I guess now now it is but you know as we progress he, he he realizes
0: yeah growing uneasy with the the president's handling and Bosch's handling of the comment to where he's actually asking questions like, hey, why can't we get this peer reviewed? There was a lot of missing science with Bosch's technology wanting to, with his little drill bits and whatnot. <laughs> actually, I think it's interesting because I'm like, that's kind of how I feel about what these billionaires are doing right now going into quote unquote space is like, I know you're doing this all outside of NASA's jurisdiction, but like, how are we sure that you're doing everything that you need to do to safely transport people and or not affect the, the issues when it comes to climate change? Because my understanding is this satire is rooted in the climate change situation, how we literally only have 10 years to do something of significance so that we're not burning up to death. I mean, I think I think you would have to have a strong sense of denial to not understand that how powerful some of these storms are is a direct result of it. And we keep not doing anything about it and being reactive, but people's lives and homes and properties are going to be destroyed along the way. Even the snowstorm that happened in freaking, was it Virginia on I-95? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know it's just it's actually quite depressing now I'm talking about it like talking about like the real life implications of it all but um, exactly Dolores. exactly (laughs) it was like it was really
1: real it was rough
0: it was rough um but where was I getting to that how do you feel about people operating outside of the government on such major projects like going into space and things along those lines
1: We talked about this when we had the launches and the shuttles. I mean, I think my biggest concern is this whole desire to try to, you know, be the first to pioneer, go and find a new frontier. And we are not addressing any of the issues that we actually do have with our planet currently. Like, I just don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say about it because I don't know the frame of mind that those people are in with that level of significance and that level of money. And um, I hope at some point that there is a realization of the real needs that we have on earth. But I think one of the things that this movie that was so scary to me about this movie is that is the fact that politics and capitalism are so entangled Yes, that even regular people now want to deny reality, want to deny science, want to deny the impact, want to deny the benefits to not only their neighbor, but to themselves in order to help save us all. We've seen that not just with climate change. We've seen it with COVID. We've seen it with so many
0: things over the past few years. So, you know, my top three actually, actually Ashley. climate change COVID-19 and January 6th which we are approaching the anniversary or at this point the anniversary When this would releases happened. yeah it will
1: be the anniversary of January but 6th. there
0: are people who are being interviewed who are convinced that they the people who stormed the Capitol were not insurrectionists They were not even Republicans. They were Democrats because Republicans could never do anything like that. Also, that it's a, I've
1: also heard they think it's an FBI conspiracy. So, you think
0: it's an FBI conspiracy? I
1: just, I don't know, Dolores, we could go on and on about this, you and I. And I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to bring us down, listeners. I don't want to bring us down, guys. But this is why, again, it was so hard for to put a grade to this because there's so much truth. Found in the supposed comedy of this film because we're living through it.
0: I love Benevolent. <laughs> i was like, who came up with that? I love Benevolent Elephants. <laughs> One of the ways Dr. Minnie tried to calm down his, his mantra, apparently. Dr. Minnie eventually gets kicked out, just like Kate, because it's like, hey, he, he couldn't handle just sitting there and acting like everything's calm time was running out there was not enough proof in the science and he let one rip on the daily rip (laughs) literally um you could tell very quickly that kaplan just character was not ride or die because she was just like oh why did you have to go and do that like there's a level she was the type that was an opportunist anyway i mean He was like, you don't like to talk about yourself. And she's like, what can I say about me? I come from a wealthy family. I slept with two former presidents and I own two Monets. Like, what did you think about her revelation?
1: I thought the disparity in their stories told us everything we needed to know about the difference between these two human beings. Like, I didn't Absolutely. even judge her as much as no. I just said, this, how would you ever think this was the woman for you? Like, you really think that she's the one to leave your whole family for? Not at all. Like when he said at, the, at that point when she was like, why'd you have to do all that? He was like, I thought I was in love with you. I was like, so are you just one of those guys that once you start fucking somebody, you think you felt falling in love? Because he didn't have the access before. Like <laughs> you poor thing, he would be one who went to the strip club. The stripper gave him some and he would be singing, I'm in love with a stripper. God bless.
0: That is exactly who he is. <laughs> exactly. And he was just not even a hobby. He was just something to do for the you know, last five months on earth. All right. So when he left, he and Kate. Teamed up because guess what? The comet is now visible in the sky. And so they joined together and created this mantra of just look up. Well, guess what, Ashley? The opposition created their own don't look up. There was a whole entire benefit concert. When I saw this, I was like, we literally have the comet in sight in the sky. And there's a benefit concert with the most popular pop star singing. Do we have time for this, Ashley? What are our
1: alternatives? We're trying to raise money so that another country or somebody, because that's the thing, too, that was baffling me at first. I was like, how are we in America the only ones to discover this comet? We have scientists all over the place, especially Russia. I was like, Russia was our biggest Com- competitor when it came yeah. to space travel, space how is yeah. nobody else discovering this? So then, when we get to the point where hey, we need to raise money, we're trying to get other countries to do something, and then we fuck that up too. Like, what else are we gonna do, Dolora? What else well, are we the gonna fact do?
0: like that they, at the point of the movie, Dr. O- Ogilvie, I'm just gonna call him that, <laughs> <laughs> said that the United States pushed out these other countries because they were greedy as hell. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like what the fact that we were only talking about the United States and there wasn't some type of world situation was just was so mind blowing. So did you know, or did you have any idea how this movie was going to end? Did you have any hope or what were your thoughts?
1: I lost hope after we turned everything around at that initial launch, because mm-hmm. we had the time, we had the resources mm-hmm. and now we're waiting until the ninth hour to try to use technology that has never been tested. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it comes from these supposedly really intelligent yeah. sources. Um, a billionaire.
0: Yeah. But they were literally gambling, I mean, that's the thing. The You're waiting
1: until it's it's already yes. here to try to split it up so that then it falls into the ocean and it can be recovered. I d- I had no hope. I knew we were going to die. Like I said, when I was watching this the first time I said, oh, everybody's about to die. Like, this is really depressing. Usually we figure something out, yeah. but we're all just going to die in this one. Okay, got it. I, w- I just wasn't sure how they were going to show that at the end, but the end was very impactful.
0: And to your point, Ashley, we are at the end. Everyone is excited on, on in President Orleans' camp, and the launch was already rough because some of those rockets were exploding. Didn't even leave Earth. Some of them made it on that freaking comment, and the sinks were off, which was something that Dr. Mindy had been questioning uh, Peter about. And I knew something was up when Old Dude said he had to go to the freaking bathroom, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Both Peter and Madam President left to get on a plane to go on some untested spaceship, again, owned by Peter. And on the way there, she calls Dr. Mindy and told him that she has two spots for him, Ashley. My question to you is would you have taken the spot and if so who would you have taken with you
1: so I'm glad you asked this question because I had it as a question did he make the right call to not take her up on her offer I didn't remember he only had two spots though so because I said you know was it just for him or him and his fam if it's only two spots then no he shouldn't have because you can't choose between your wife and your sons. (laughs) like we all just got to go down with the ship you know what I mean so I totally get that Um, If it were me, I don't think I could make that decision either because I have more than just one person that I would want to save. And there's just (laughs) there's no way that I could have that on my conscience that I, you know, left and left people I love here to die without me, especially in Dr. Mindy's case, because he was so pivotal in the discovery and also Mm -hmm. pivotal in the spreading of misinformation yeah. There's no way in hell that you can leave. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a
0: great point because he was a part of the misinformation because he was the face, right? Um, and that's another thing. Speaking of the gender dynamics, no one wanted to give Kate her props for finding it, right? Or if they did, they demonized it because it was the comet that was going to destroy the earth, right?
1: She discovered the comment and was a PhD candidate, and by the end of the film, is working at a liquor store.
0: Girl a mess for me I if I had the option to going into space and not knowing where I was going to land or be a part of this planet where it's going to get destroyed I would rather stay on the planet because the idea of floating in space eventually running out of food and oxygen is just not it's not a part of my ministry I, I'm like my my ancestors are buried here I'm gonna be here <laughs> like, <laughs> not gonna try
1: okay taking it back to black panther put me in the <laughs> ocean with my ancestors we from here okay he says, like... i feel you <laughs> so i said two people she left her own son she left jason he was like so you know enjoy with jason jason oh shit like how <laughs> you forget know your trash. whole
0: son trash Oh, my goodness. So, Ashley, this Last Supper was something else, right? So, Dr. Mindy and Kate and literally everyone that they had in there. Timothy in their, Chalamet. <laughs> Yule, yeah. They are all having this dinner. And they really didn't know what to talk about, honestly. But what would you do if you know you, <laughs> the world only had an hour left? As we saw you know i think tyler perry had the best say he was like are we gonna fuck or or pray and then was like drink and talk
1: shit about (laughs) i mean with the hour left those are really your bare bare basic human needs and necessities are your only options there's nothing else to do you can cry you can pray you can be having sex Would you be outside watching it, though? No, that's not me. That's That's not me. I'm not that person. I actually hope I would try to find somebody who has a bunker, and that's where I would be in my final hours, okay?
0: Okay. But see, I wouldn't want to be trapped if I if if everything eventually we cla- gonna die know.
1: anyway, Lord. The way
0: this thing was going, everybody about to
1: die anyway. Okay. We ain't had no shot. These people screwed us all. We are all going to die so i don't know what i do in my last hour i said when i was watching if i if i had six months mm-hmm. i think i will be trying to travel with my family to see everything that i could possibly see before it's all said and done
0: but that's making a lot of assumptions because everybody would know there's only six months so who's still so, up to work so that's my thing that i said to <laughs> I said it depends
1: on how quickly the world devolves into chaos, because mm-hmm. I also think if everybody knows that we only have this, it's about to be a shit show. It's about it to really be a free is. for all. Yeah. So that's why I was the saying at the time. Yeah, I said it just depends on how crazy the world gets. If I know, like, if I'm a Dr. Mindy or a Kate, and I know before everybody else mm-hmm. that I have like six months, then yeah, I'm probably gonna be making smooths, and you know. <laughs> For thanking God for these, you know, let's let's I guess get this done. And then yeah. also, I was wondering too, what I want to be knocked out, what I or what I want to be conscious. I'm not sure yeah. I would want to be conscious.
0: Like, let me take a nap. Like, <laughs> let me
1: somebody go ahead and dose me one time. And let's just be done. Because I don't know if I want to be conscious. Well, I
0: think the best thing would probably would be to get high then, right? (laughs) Like, where are the drugs? Somebody was like, I'm about to
1: go do an eight ball real quick. On the NASA staff, they were like, I'm about to go do an eight
0: ball. Yeah. So, Ashley, one of the most important lines, in my opinion, of the movie was, can I touch your hair in a non-sexual way? wait, I'm just (laughs) like... That one of Yule's friends... That, that line had me rolling. I was like, who says this? <laughs> Why was
1: Dr. Oglethorpe there? Did he not have his own family? Like, I we know what happened that. with Kate, but dang.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, we only saw him with a cat. So we didn't see a wife or uh, children or nothing. At his apartment. So, mm-hmm. But Leo said, we really did have everything, didn't we? And girl, that was rough. Rough.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, he shocked me into my priorities right then and there. Like, what do I be complaining about? I need to show absolutely way more gratitude for the life that I live because,
0: man, man. Because I actually was thinking about that too. I'm like, at the end of the day, I know I have all these hopes and dreams, but you know, it's not. It hasn't been a bad run. <laughs> like, it has not been bad at <laughs> all. At all. at all and Ashley the planet is destroyed one of the things that was funny about this movie was that we had two ending credits we see the Bosch spaceship go into space as all the comet and all the debris falls all over the place and we are flash forward 22,750 Forty years later,
1: I missed this on my first watch. I caught it the
0: second time. First of all, I don't even, you know, the idea of wanting to live forever is nice, but with these type of numbers, it's like I'm good. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to know twenty two thousand years in the future. What my brain can't wrap around that. I'm like, let me. I'm glad I'm going to be with Jesus at that point. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. They land on this this planet, and of course, the arrogance of these people just w- waltzing in, thinking, "Oh, look at this animal, and black naked
1: about- think it's about to be eaten.
0: Where were the black women in that scene? I saw one black man. They did not love us, girl. anyway, she gets eaten, according to uh Peters. Ag- algorithm also at least and he it- was right
1: about one thing
0: yes because dr mindy did not in fact die alone and then the f- the last credit did you see that jason- no there was one more one more Aww. like the Marvel movie what was the last one jason coming out of the rubble a uh, rubble with her purse on his hand and he was just like hello and he takes a, takes a picture on his phone he's like last man on earth <laughs> so he's supposedly the one who survives I don't know how but yes yes because uh, ideally water would be everywhere like come yeah. on
1: <laughs> it would probably be uninhabitable air and all that Period. for a while so
0: exactly dang I
1: need to go back and catch that last I saw there was still time and I was like okay but I guess it's over so I'll go back and watch that last bit I guess
0: so Ashley, what are your final thoughts on don't look up? This was too real for me on
1: Christmas Day. It's too real for me now. Um, I hope we can get our shit together uh and not let something like this really uh happen to us in reality. Again, stellar cast, stellar acting. That's really all I got. Do
0: <laughs> you think they'll get nominations and awards? He
1: might get nominations. I don't know if this is going to win anything, but they may get some nominations.
0: Yeah. My I'm interested to see if both Kate and Merrill and Jennifer are going to get nominated. You know what I mean? And I like Tyler Perry when he's in movies, even though we know he doesn't need to do it, but it's kind of fun to see him in outside his element. You I, know what I mean?
1: Absolutely.
0: So my final thoughts, as I mentioned before, this film had moments where I really did laugh out loud and I think most of the humor was the fact that it was just too close for comfort. As I mentioned, it like the blurred lines of how all these things come together and, you know, it's so blurred, but the fact that our politics and our pop culture and science are all just molded together and it's hard to separate. It shouldn't be, you know, especially when it comes to science but it's hard to separate and therefore get things done in an effective way to preserve all life (laughs) disagreements or not. That was a hard pill to swallow. Like I'm not going to lie watching it again today. I was like, Ooh, this is, this is a lot. I I don't think I would have had to watch this again if it wasn't for the pot. So, (laughs) but it was well acted and a feast for the eyes, you know, this is the same creator of the big short. And the only problem with that was the big short was based off real life. And this is supposed to not be real life, but I, it, it just, Lord help us. All right, Ashley, if there's nothing else, <laughs> are you ready for hidden gems? I am. So my first hidden gem,
1: cause I've been trying to catch back up with my TV after my travels, was Harry Potter 20th Anniversary, Return to Hogwarts on HBO Max. This was a reunion of all of our favorite characters with the exception of those who have, um, unfortunately passed away. Um, JK Rowling herself was not in this beyond footage from 2019, which was really, really? interesting. Huh. Um, could be due to the scandal, could be due to other factors. Um, but I will say that for me, Harry Potter was such a pivotal part of my, um, teens that, I felt such a level of nostalgia even going back down memory lane with them that I cried on this and I rarely cry on anything, but seeing them get emotional about you know the wrapping of the series and about just the relationships they have with each other and their friendships and stuff just touched me. I really was shedding legit tears, guys. So if you're a big Harry Potter fan, I think it was uh, great to watch. Great to go back to the school because we get to kind of get our interviews on the set. Go back to even the very first director when you see um, Daniel Radcliffe talking to Christopher uh, Chris Columbus. Like it was really great uh, information um, and a great reunion. And I love to this day, Emma Watson as Hermione. So check that out on HBO Max. I also wanted to highlight for hidden Gems just two catch-up series that we have recapped, so please go back and check out those recaps. They are back for new seasons, and that is Emily in Paris Season 2 on Netflix and Cobra Kai Season 4 on Netflix. I've binged all the way through Emily in Paris. I'm about halfway through Cobra Kai, um, and I'm enjoying both of them and glad I get to kind of go back into these worlds. So those are my hidden Gems
0: for this week. Laura, what are yours? I have three. I actually watched a lot and I have hidden gems in my back pocket. Cause some, some weeks are not like the last two weeks of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the ones I'm bringing out today talks with Mama Tina, the wonderful Miss Tina knows Lawson has her own Facebook watch show uh, the show features, of course, celebrity interviews where she essentially talks to celebrities who are mothers or the mothers of our faves, um, i.e. Zendaya's mom, uh, John David Washington, um, Sierra, Kelly Rowland, Marcy Martin, Storm Reid. Like, I think there are about eight episodes now, and they've been so good. And it's great. Obviously, you don't have to be a mother or anything (laughs) to watch it. But what I like about it is, you know, everybody wants to know what Miss Tina did to have daughters like Beyonce and Solange. And so, in this show, she's asking again our faves mothers, like what lessons did you instill in your children? Um, And at the very end, Miss, Miss Lawson is in her fancy pajamas on her couch with her glasses that match her pajamas with her teacup that matches her pajamas. And she's writing in her fake journal, the lessons that she took out of their conversation and it's super cute. And if you want to hear Beyonce in a new song, she sings the theme song <laughs> to that show the final two weeks of the year, I was craving Bridgerton because that's when I got it the first time around the end, you know, end of the year, Christmas time, but guess what? Bridgerton's not coming back until freaking spring this year. So until then, PBS has this show called Sanditon, so starring Theo James and Rose Williams. Theo James, we know him from Divergent; <laughs> he was the cutie. But it is an eight-part period drama adaptation of Jane Austen's final novel. Uh, so it was written only months before her death in 1817, and it just follows a very strong-minded. Um, Young woman who enters this world of high society that she doesn't necessarily come from because she's from the country, but she navigates very well because she has her own mind and agency, which is rare for women of that time, of course, and there is some love story and there is some drama and it was a lot of fun. And I'm like, okay, PBS, I see you out here. I mean, granted, they have done Downton Abbey, but I, I never say, got you a still chance have to, get to get into Downton Abbey. In. I yeah. still do. Yeah. I'm late to the game, but this was nice because like I mentioned, it was only eight episodes. <laughs>
1: so, Downton uh, is many seasons and a film. So
0: yes, yes, yes. So um, that was a lot of fun. And you know, Good old Jane Austen tropes when it comes to love affairs. And my final hit in gym today, uh, it is Janet Jackson breaks down her most iconic music videos. This is a part of lore's YouTube page, and this is iconic. First of all, if you are ready for her two-part documentary as I am coming out later on this year this is amazing because Janet goes through all her looks and she talks about the, the music video that she did with Busta Rhymes a very futuristic look she had like that that latex purple outfit iconic, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about make, if you hear make, me
1: gonna make your body work, work. Yeah. Gonna, make, gonna make your body scream yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Sorry, my voice is not, I don't be trying to give y'all the vocals apologies.
0: No, me either. And there's a disconnect because, you know, we're on Zoom. But still, (laughs) what I love about Janet Jackson is she claims to be shy, but we all know what she used to do back in the 90s, especially when she was in her real velvet moment, okay?
1: I may do velvet rope this year for Halloween, (laughs) just my redhead
0: moment. Specifically talking about this outfit, there's rings all in up and through this costume. And there are rings on her fingernails. And she tells us that they're cock rings. <laughs> and I'm laughing because the way she acts, like, she's like, oh my goodness, I don't mean to be inappropriate, but they're, they're cock rings and I had cock rings cock feathers on my eyes and you know so she kept saying cock and I was just dying okay Janet ain't never
1: told y'all she's not a freak she
0: just doesn't politely Jackson if you're nasty but the fact that like even in her costumes she was just like yeah that was very that was a moment where I felt very sexy and yeah you know blah 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 and I'm like Since we know what it is, why are you acting? Why are you you pretending? You are
1: sexy, Janet.
0: You are sexy. We all know this. That part went viral. And I'm sure you can find a lot of that on social media. But the entire video is definitely worth worth watching because she talks about the iconic screen video featuring her and her brother and the influences of um, why they chose black and white. And um you know some of the dance and stylings and things like that so highly highly recommend and i look forward to like i said that lifetime documentary i am ready today Mm -hmm. today
1: yeah i'm sure we will be discussing that in a micro dose in the future guys so delora i guess we'll be back soon to the people with some more headlines and hot topics and maybe a little micro dosing as well so See you then. Just
0: like that. (laughs) See you then, Ashley. Bye.
1: Bye.